Hello, Cornerstone family. My name is Mark Shee. I have the privilege of bringing the devotional for today. I want to share with you a story out of 1 Kings 18 and 19. Many of us are familiar with the story. It's the story of Elijah and his confrontation with the prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel. And you know the story. It's an incredible victory. All 450 of the prophets of Baal are actually slaughtered, and there's a great triumph uh, in the land. And Elijah then actually breaks a years-long drought that was over the land, and it's just a great season of victory. Now, Queen Jezebel, who's the evil queen over the land, when she hears about what happens, she sends a message to Elijah, and the, the message essentially says this, you're dead meat, that what you've done to the prophets of Baal, I will do to you within a 24-hour period. So an incredible threat on his life. And there's a lot of um, validity to her powers to do this. So uh, uh, Elijah takes it very seriously. He's actually overcome with fear, runs for his life. And as he's running for his life, he's he comes before the Lord and he's in complete despair. He's pretty much saying, I'm kind of done. I Whatever has, has happened is not enough. Uh, take me home, Lord. So he's in this place of burnt out and, and brokenness and despair. And I would, like, I would say this, a number of us have come toward the end of 2023 uh, feeling maybe a little bit like Elijah, like we've seen some great things happen, we've fought the good fight, and yet some of the challenges in our lives really haven't budged to the degree that we would have hoped for. And so we're coming to the end of 23 and looking ahead in 24 and wondering what does 24 hold? There's a lot of uncertainty about what 24 will hold. And the implicit question is, do I have what it takes to keep going and to not just make it through, but actually thrive in 2024? So I want to pick up the story in, in 1 Kings 19, verse 5. Then as he lay and slept under a broom bush tree, I'm sorry, suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, arise and eat. Then he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came back the second time and touched him and said, Arise and eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and ate and drank, and he went in the strength of that food forty days and forty nights as far as Horeb, the mountain of God. I want to make a few uh, observations about this text here is number one, God understood where Elijah was at. He was discouraged, he was depleted, he was burnt out, he was at the end of his strength. And so the Lord sends an angel to give provision for Elijah, for everything that he would need for the next leg of his journey. And that's true for us. God knows where we're at. He doesn't come to us with a contemning tone, but he actually creates an opportunity for us to be replenished on him as we look forward into 24. And I believe this season of, of prayer and fasting is exactly that, an opportunity for us to, re, to be replenished and to feed ourselves on the Lord. Now, there's a, there's a scripture in here that I feel is, is a revelatory word for some of us and maybe for all of us. And it's when the angel says this the second time, arise and eat because the journey is too great for you. So he's saying, you need to consume what is provided for you, Elijah. Why? Because the journey is too great for you. And I believe that word would apply to 2024. 
that this world is going to encounter some challenges that may be, for us, a bit of a surprise, a shock, maybe even unprecedented. There's going to be some real challenges in 24, not just from a global standpoint, but perhaps on a micro standpoint of your own life, your own family, there could be some real challenges. But on the flip side of that, it's not just about overcoming challenges. It's actually about seizing the opportunities that God has in the midst of those challenges. When the Israelites went into the promised land, the first time they said, hey, there's giants in the land. They were actually intimidated by the giants, but the giants were there for the taking. They were protecting land that if they, the giants were defeated, that land then go, went over to the people of God. And I believe that's the opportunity God has for us. The giants in your land actually hold the key to releasing things that God has for you in 2024. And so our, our commitment has to be to, to consume and, and actually indulge ourselves in the things that God has provided for us. Those things are his written word, his logos word, his revealed word, his rhema word. It's enjoying intimacy in his presence in our personal prayer closet. It's enjoying the presence of the Lord when we are ga gathered corporately. That as we avail ourselves and overindulge, so to speak, in these things, we're going to be releasing what God has for us in terms of the strength and empowerment, not just to make it through 24, but actually to succeed wildly in 24. I believe there's land to be taken. Now, many of us know the conclusion of this exchange that happens with God and, and Elijah at Mount Horeb. God actually unveils his plans that actually addressed all of the concerns that Elijah had. All those things that made him feel discouraged and despair, God already had a plan. And that's true for us as well. That if we push through and persevere to what God has, we'll find solutions to our problems in ways that we never thought of. But it only has to be accessed through us indulging ourselves in the things that God has provided. So God bless you as you enjoy this season of prayer and fasting. This is a powerful time for us to set up 2024. God bless you.